Listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness Prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast His Abounding Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a word in season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Lewis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, it airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose, will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. So don't forget, that's every second Sunday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. R to the third power. Real life, real men, real talk.
Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall, and today I will be re-airing, well, continuing to re-air a message, or actually it's a conversation from a previous series of conversations that we embarked on at the top of 2018. And today's re-airing is with my dear friend Evangelist Mac, and we will continue this conversation on liberty in Christ. So be blessed. Amen. So I'm going to pray that you will hear something today that will spark something in your inner man that will cause that transformation process to take place that will increase your borders and cause you to walk in a greater level of freedom in Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. We are continuing on our series of conversations on liberty in Christ and I have a very special guest and dear friend and brother in the Lord with me, Evangelist Lewis McElwain, and we usually um, call him Mac. It's, it's our way of showing the endearment, how close he is to our hearts and, and those who are close to him and love him. He's known as, as Mac. So Evangelist Mac is here with us. He is co-founder of Thirst No More Corporation, and he also hosts one of the broadcasts on When Christians Speak Talk Radio, Adoration Broadcast, which you probably heard that in the previous commercial that opened up the broadcast. So say hello, Father Matt. Well, you know what, Pastor Pat, it is a pleasure, first of all, to be on this program, and it's also very interesting because I'm usually a nocturnal creature, but um, I see that there's daylight out, and I'm actually on air, so this is very exciting to um, be able to hang out with you for this hour and um, to be able to share in conversation and wherever the Holy Spirit takes us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Amen, amen, and I am excited because I don't know where the Holy Spirit is going to take us, but (laughs) whenever you and I get together and start talking about the Lord, the sparks start flying, and it just becomes an exciting, exciting time in in the Lord. So before we get started, I want to ask you to open us up in prayer. I would be honored. Most gracious, eternal and everlasting Father. We thank you, O Lord God, for this opportunity to worship you, to acknowledge you, and to share you over these airways, O God. We just ask right now, O Lord, that in all our conversation that you would be glorified and that those who are listening would be edified by the 
context of the things that we say from our mouths and most importantly from our hearts, O oh Lord, that everything that pours out of us would be a reflection in the positive of exactly who you are and the freedom Hallelujah. that we can have in you, O oh Lord. So we thank you first and foremost for the When Christian Speak Talk Radio Network. We thank you for Pastor Ray and uh, my beloved friend, Pastor Pat, who just week after week after week is consistent in just sharing her heart and her faith with so many. We honor you, O oh Lord, that today would be our praise offering unto you, and that, Father God, that lives would be affected and changed and converted and turned towards you in a most magnificent and wonderful way. We honor you, O oh Lord, and we thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for the remission of our sin. That that blood, Lord God, be what you see every time that you look upon us and not our sin nature, which is now departed from us. We love you, O oh Lord, and we praise you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love prayer. There's nothing, <laughs> there is nothing like prayer. I am telling you. I am telling you. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> amen. And, uh, you know, once I found the liberty in prayer, you know, because, you know, when, you, when, you're young, when you're a young believer and you first come into your walk with Christ and, you know, you start, you're listening to other people pray, you know, and you're comparing yourself to their prayers and then you think you have to pray a certain way and, you know, all the things that, that come just because of a lack of knowledge and, 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 and you're new to the kingdom of God and, and you're, you're learning and you're, you're processing. And so, I mean, we can learn a lot by uh, watching people and listening to them and, and gleaning from their walk in the, with the Lord. But at some point you have to personalize this thing because you, your relationship with the Lord is a very personal thing. And Absolutely. he's going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You, you want to jump in right there? You know, of course I do because, you know, you get me fired <laughs> up. So, <laughs> so you know, um, while you were sharing, Pastor Pat, it actually reminded me of my journey through um, music and how um, when I was very young I was actually emulating uh, some of the artists that I really enjoyed at that point. But, you know, mm-hmm. as um, you mature in your understanding of music and of ministering in music, then, you know, the Lord allows you to come out from among that uh, earlier grid into this wonderful new place where, it's, it's totally you now, and it's no longer just a carbon copy. Yes. And that's what Amen. I was thinking about when, Amen. when you shared that. Yes. Praise God. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, I'm just going to read a couple of the scriptures that have kind of been, um, that led into uh, this this title of Liberty in Christ. And the first one was uh, out of Isaiah chapter 61, and this is the... Verse 1, which is a very popular, it's also um, in, um, in the New Testament as well when it is um, accounted by, I believe it's in, in um, well, it's probably in a couple of the uh, Gospels, but the story when Jesus um, uh, was at the synagogue in his hometown And he came forth to read the scripture, and this was the scripture that he read, but it's a scripture from from the Old Testament. Amen. So it it was a prophetic word at that moment when he spoke, and it reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and an opening of the eyes to the blind. And, you know, and now that scripture belongs to us now, um, Evangelist Matt, because as Jesus is, so are we in this world, and we are his ambassadors, and we are here to preach the good news to the poor and to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of eyes that are blind. Amen. Then the other scriptures, Romans 8, amen. Romans 8, um, starting in verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life, has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. And then in 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Glory to God. And then Galatians 5.1 says, Stand fast, therefore. In the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Glory to God. Glory to God. And in fact, you know, I got excited um, when you brought up Galatians 5 1 because that's kind of the foundation scripture that I was thinking about when you extended this wonderful invitation to me. And um, I've just been reading that and and standing uh, more and more that not being entangled any longer in the Mm -hmm. yoke of bondage. And and so I'm just excited to just uh, be here to just discuss this and to talk about what that liberty actually means, Pastor Pat. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So uh, now we're going to get real personal, and so what I want you to do is to tell, uh, share with us how how this liberty in Christ has has been showing up in your life. And wow. some of the challenges that you have faced breaking through into that liberty. So it's open. The floor is open, brother. Oh, my. Those open-ended questions can get you in trouble, but I'm going to uh, share this and be (laughs) very transparent with uh, you and with our audience because I think it's very important to understand um, exactly what I'm getting ready to say because I'm going to start with uh, before that liberty and kind of transition into that liberty. Um, So uh, prayerfully I'm addressing this properly. So um, I found myself at the early stages of my Christian experience uh, being frustrated, Pastor Pat, because uh, I just felt like I had something – that I was supposed to be doing for the kingdom, and I just didn't feel like any particular individual or church was actually directing me in the way that I should be going. And and when I say this, this is not uh, in any way trying to uh, throw any kind of negativity at the, the church or the people of the church, but it was my journey that that I was struggling with, and I had, by the point of reference that I'm, I'm getting ready to share with your audience, I was at a point where I was licensed in the gospel, and it just seemed like week after week, I just put on a pretty suit, Pastor Pat, and I sat mm-hmm. up in the front row, and I just felt like a figurehead that looked really good, but didn't represent anything that I was reading in the scriptures. And I began mm-hmm. to think about it, because I'm, I was sitting there wondering, what what is going on that has my mind 
conditioned to think that this is all there is. And, and why do I have to wait for someone to give me opportunity or even give me license or permission to do something in ministry when the Lord was already clearly speaking to my heart in those areas. And and I want to be Mm -hmm. very careful when I'm saying this, because again, this is not in any uh, form or fashion, a slight against uh, ministerial leadership. This was me. And, And what was it that had me conditioned that I couldn't just go out and begin to share the good news of Jesus Christ without feeling like I needed to have permission. And it kind of all came to a head in my life when um, I had an opportunity to uh, go on a mission trip to South Africa and I started to inquire about what it would take to do that, and in the way that I was taught, uh, presented towards my church and the leadership of my church, and hopefully uh, get some support. Now, when that support did not happen, um, I was left missing out on that opportunity, and it hurt me, Pastor Pat, because I knew yeah. that I knew that God, he had already prepared me. This is not just something that was coming out of the wood woodwork, so to speak. Um, I had trained in outreach ministry. I had been in the streets. I had been in the um, halfway houses. In fact, you are a living testimony that I've done these things because many of those That's opportunities right. that I was out there, you were there. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we met. That's how we met. Yes. And so um, this was not just, you know, out of the the blue. I I just felt like God had transitioned me through these other opportunities to then take it to the next level in the spirit of the scriptures, which talks about the areas of pursuit that we should have in ministry, whether it be in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, or the uttermost parts of the earth. And I felt like I was now ready for the uttermost parts of the earth, and that was uh, what I thought would be my entranceway through South Africa. Now, it did not happen, and then there were other things that came into play, but what happened, uh, Pastor Pat, is that it made me take an internal look as to where my place was in this gospel ministry and, more importantly, in my gospel life. And the mechanism that would have me listen more to man than listen to God, who I truly understood his voice. This is not coming Amen. out of a place of being naive. This was understanding his voice, yet still feeling compelled that I always needed permission. And so what happened, and, and I'll share it with you off uh, air, but I'll share it with your audience now, is that I took a five-year sabbatical. Now, I didn't know it was going to be five years at the point that I did this. And I want your Uh audience to understand that that five years was not five years sabbatical from Christ. That was a five-year sabbatical from the traditions that I was experiencing from the, the local church. And so basically in that five-year period was a process where I had to unlearn everything that I thought I knew about the scriptures and to relearn. And, and, and honestly, I'm still in that relearning mode even to this day. But Amen. I, I felt like I was having my Moses experience in Midian, and I felt like just I was a shepherd up on the hill just now directly in communion 
with God. And what I got from that exchange, really just me and him, was so profound, so prophetic, and just so anointed that when my apprenticeship was over, I was able to come back into the Christian community truly being reborn, not not necessarily the rebirth that we talk about into salvation, but reborn into my understanding of God, the Father, and understanding yeah. my walk with Christ Jesus and the power that has been given the unto power. all of us by way of the Holy Spirit. That's really Hallelujah. about it, Pastor Pat. Hallelujah. 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 I, yeah, you know, that is one of the toughest things for us as believers. And, uh, and you know, when we look at even our own churches in the African-American community since we entered into the earth as African-Americans, descendants of slaves, glory to God, here in the United States, amen, there's a certain culture in our churches, and it's uh, maturing to the point where you uh, not, that you don't end up getting stuck in these traditions of, of, of men and uh, understanding that um, uh, and not allowing actually the culture of a local church to restrict you from moving into what God is, is calling you to do because once he gives you a vision, if that vision is not to be, um, if the if the plan for God is not for you to do that vision in that place where you're currently in, then you've got to, like Abraham, when Abraham was called out from among his family because God was doing something and taking him to another place, he was, in order for Abraham to move into that spiritual place that God wanted him to go, and he was like the father of, of, of this grace that God was extending, but he had to move away from his family and his community because the traditions and, and how they, how they worship God, because basically uh, um, he was in a pagan um, religion because they had idols and all that other stuff, but God was, Absolutely. had, it moved on his heart, and for the first time, he's hearing from the true living God to move out from among them so that God could work his purposes in, his, in, in Abraham's life and to have the courage to do that. Because, they, I mean, there are people who, and, and when I say this, I don't want you to think that I'm condemning you because, you know, we... Sometimes we fall into that that conditioning and not realizing that we're under the conditioning of, of man and not of God. And, you know, we'll stay in a place like, you know, people who uh, they've been ushering for 20, 30 years as if that's all God called them to do is to be an usher, you know, in the church. And so they don't step outside of, of that, and that's how they see themselves. But yeah. we are in a season now where God is showing us that, no, we're not just here to uh, play particular roles within an organization, but we are here to change this world. We are the ones who are ushering in the kingdom of God in the earth. We are God's ambassadors. Glory to God, you know? And so... Um, I'm, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to share this, this conversation with believers, and I'm hoping that as they hear your story, Matt, that it is sparking something in them, and it's causing them to uh, have a, a, a courage and a, a faith and a trust in what they're hearing God speak to them, 
in these days because, you know, there's a lot of darkness and we are the light and we're not yes. meant to be uh, under hidden under a bushel or under a table, but we need to be out so that we the world can see our light. Yes. We're not the, we're not the light, but we have the light yes. in us, and we are to light the way to Christ. They the Praise only way God. they're going to see Him, right? Amen. Is is through uh, what what we do. Uh, talk uh, talk more about how you finally moved into what God uh, called you to do I would be, and what I would that led that. to. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, out of that, um, I, I call it out of my own bondage came this emancipation experience that it, it was honestly overwhelming uh, for me at first, because I just, I, I just had this renewed uh, spirit, this renewed energy, um, not mm-hmm. to promote the gospel out of ignorance, but now it's coming into a, a true understanding of what needed to take place, and and it's so so amazing that we're having this conversation. <coughs> Excuse me, because. Um, <laughs> Part of my my whole purpose, even on my own broadcast, Pastor Pat, is to uh, to let people know that there are many avenues to the Father. There are many paths to righteousness, and it doesn't have to follow this one way. The only thing that's consistent is that Jesus is part of that process because He is the way, the truth, and the life. And but Amen. as far as the, the, the areas that we travel in to get there, they are unique, and we should celebrate as the true body of believers. And I'm not talking about the local church now. I'm talking about the spiritual body of believers, as it talks about, if I can share this, in First Peter 2 at verse 5. Amen. Where it says this. It says, Ye also, as lively stones, are built mm. up a spiritual house and holy priesthood. Listen to this, Pastor Pat. A holy Jesus. priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. And, and what Hallelujah. I'm saying, when I, when, when I see that, Pastor Pat, what I see, you know, we know that, that Christ is the chief cornerstone, okay, in this architecture, this spiritual architecture that we're talking about. But we need to recognize that we are lively stones, and that doesn't uh, equate to the offices of the church. That equates to Mm -hmm. our existence as believers, as sons and daughters of of Jesus Christ, Uh, you know, that, that we are joint heirs, and I'm going all the way around the world, but to answer your question specifically is that I realize that I can go anywhere in the world and evangelize for the kingdom. And I did not need permission from man if I already had God's permission. And so that's, that's what opened up the portals for me. To, to go beyond the, the natural into this new realm, Pastor Pat, this new realm that I'm not going to be conditioned by the, the yoke of bondage that had been prevailing in my life, that the, the world is, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and he allows That's us right. to be able to navigate in that world in any direction Hallelujah. that he's so chooses us to go in, and I realized, Pastor Pat, that I wasn't limited to the the halfway houses and the prisons and, and the, the streets and, and wherever else in, in my local community. I wasn't uh, hindered by just being able to uh, minister among my family. You know, I'm talking about my biological family, but I could go right. anywhere because his permissive will had already ordained me to do this before the foundation of the earth, if I can go into Jeremiah. Glory. With that. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's right. 
So Hallelujah. Why was I sitting back and waiting on somebody to say it's okay when and build a ministry around that, which is what happened uh, at the uh, end of 2006 when I got another invitation to go to the continent of Africa, and this time there was nothing stopping me, and I pursued that. And in that pursuit, Pastor Pat, uh, what I realized is that there was a whole expansion of the gospel that is being practiced and worshipped in other places that's totally different than the Western perspective that we bring to the table. And it opened me up even more to hear the voice of God and how God operates through people that might be different than me culturally, racially, and by gender, but the spirit of the Lord is consistent, whether we're in the Congo or whether we're in Indonesia, whether we're That's in right. Japan, or whether we're right here in Arkansas in the United States. The spirit of the Lord cannot be bound Glory. either Hallelujah. by the, the bondages that man puts on it. And that's what I learned. And Amen. I, I was given the liberty, Pastor Pat, to go beyond waiting on red tape and decision-making when I could hear the cry of my people, and I'm talking about any person, my people. And I Mm -hmm. had the power given unto me by way of the Holy Spirit that it could be addressed. And to this very day, as you know, I've been able to travel worldwide to be able to touch lives, not just with the spoken word of God, not just with praise and worship, but also with prayer and with provision that the the men and women of God around the world would be whole and be made manifest unto their father, our God. And that's the liberty that I understand. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. You know, as you were talking about how uh, going into these other countries and experiencing the culture and and how they worship God and being a part of that, how it even opened you up and gave you more liberty uh, in, in 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 Christ and and I think that uh, I mean even believers here in America, I mean some of them never even leave their own church, like they're afraid to visit another church. Yes. You know, yes. they, they're afraid. You know, and 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 I know that in 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 some places, uh, they're being taught that you know don't go into other churches and or don't listen to other teachers because you know you can let in error, you can let in this and da da da. da. But I mean, yes. listen. The scripture tells us that we all, uh, we know, we teach in part, we speak it, you know, we prophesy in part that everybody is, you know, you know, we're all, you know, everybody has a part, and and because we're all human, you're, you know, just because you're, um, you know, your teacher is saying to you not to listen to some other teacher. It doesn't mean that everything that he's saying is perfect because he's human as well. So the only protection that we have as believers is our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And you can and with and having a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you can go into any environment and recognize and discern what the Spirit is in that environment. So you should not be afraid to uh, go into another church environment or listen to um, uh, a teacher for fear that it is going to somehow uh, corrupt you if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit because he will let you know. 
And if you have a relationship with the word of God, that's important too. You have to know the word for yourself. Amen. Amen. Can I chime in just for a moment because, again, you always provoke me to to go in certain directions. And it made me think about an incident, Pastor Pat, that it, it broke my heart because I was um, – very active in, in going to hospitals and praying for those who are uh, dealing with uh, medical issues and even mental issues. Mm-hmm. And it was a very yeah. important part of my uh, development uh, in, in Christ. And I found mm-hmm. great joy, and I believe great joy was given to the families, the many families that I had the opportunity to do that with. And one incident um, uh, that happened was I prayed for this uh, woman, and she was sick and and, and actually um, really was not going to be with us much longer. And I shared that with the pastor of my church at that point, And I was chastised because they weren't a member of our congregation. And I Uh was Uh scratching my head like, what (laughs) manner of thought is that? (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. What manner? Yes, what manner? And, 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 And I said, when did... When did we become so territorial that we would ever, as the, the the spiritual church, as these lively stones that I just shared, why would we be so right. territorial on the gifts that are given to people within your family? So, so in other yes. words, Pastor Pat, why would a, 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 a leader, let's say a pastor, why would a pastor ever have a problem with someone who has the ministry of healing when when right. that is so much needed in the church house and is it because they don't have it is it jealousy is it conditional thinking or conditioned thinking which is the better way of putting it but somewhere, right 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 somewhere it got put in place that if the the trail of leadership doesn't follow a certain direction, then something is out of order. And I rebuke right. that in the name of Jesus because, Hallelujah. my gosh, the, 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 the person who really understands leadership understands that are not always the ones that have to do everything. That's what we call in the natural micromanaging. But if you have someone who's anointed to teach, and let's get this understood now, teaching and preaching are two different areas. And That's right. if they had the, the, the gift of evangelism, if they had the gift of, of prophecy, what, whatever those gifts are, then why do we try to hold people back in operating out of what God has given them by way of the Holy Spirit. Why do we suppress our worship services where, well, we're going to designate 15 minutes for praise and worship, and I don't care what's going on after that. That's it, and we move on to the announcements. What is that? What manner of conditioning is that, Pastor Pat, that we operate out of this box that God never intended. And so, Absolutely. When, when, when I talk about liberty in Christ, it even goes beyond yes. these natural things that, that we're, we're throwing into the atmosphere. What I'm really saying right. is somewhere in our minds, these boundaries on God in our own personal understanding of who he is. And we limit God to just being a, a kind of a slot machine God. Well, you know, if we ask anything in his name, he'll do it. I mean, and that's fine. But, but my gosh, when we can live a life... There's so much more. 
There's way more. There's way more. There's way more. And and and, and we limit we limit Christ in the things and the yes. avenues that He has for us because we're just so conditioned to just be happy that a bill got paid. A bill? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I mean, in the grand of things, what does that have to do with eternity? And we have some eternity-related issues that are going on now, and people are just, That's you know, right. saved and satisfied in stuff that God is giving them that has nothing to really do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. That's right. And it's 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 that culture. It's it's like, you know, we are, you know, we come out of the world and we bring the world with us into the church. And we're basically that spirit that spirit where uh, you don't want someone um, involved in a outreach ministry with another um, church organization because it's not connected to your church organization, or you have you didn't get permission to go over there and minister with these people. I mean, there's all kinds of rules and regulations that. Um, that we came, but you know, Jesus came as we were talking earlier before the broadcast. Jesus came in to shake things up. He, you know, because yeah. when he came in, there were more more rules besides the Ten Commandments. There was more uh, laws that needed to be observed. You know, about the Sabbath and and the the washing of the hands and what you ate and and you know what you you know what yeah I mean just all kinds of things. And he came in to set, to literally break free, to to show us that, that there was more, to usher in the kingdom of God in the earth. You know, um, God didn't come up with the idea. Back in the day when Israel wanted a king, that wasn't God's idea. That there would be this leader over them, that there would be this man that would be over them, because God wanted to be the one that they looked to. But no, they wanted a king like the other people around them, the other the other nations. They had kings, so they wanted one. Right. So that didn't come from God, and we've had to, and and so it all begins there with the people of God wanting something that's like the world, and. We've been breaking, trying to move through this process of breaking free of that. And here we are, you know, in the 21st century, even, what, a couple of thousand years after Christ has 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 died on the cross, buried in a rose, and we still uh, struggle with what it really means to have this liberty in Christ, what it means. Because the scripture talks about there comes a time where there will only be one teacher, one teacher, one teacher. And we would all be listening to that one teacher, the Holy Spirit. Yes. The one yeah. teacher, and one, when we begin to really start to do that, that's where you'll start to see the spirit of unity in the body of Christ. Absolutely. Because right now, like you said, we got we got our little individual territories, and this is what I do, and you know, I, you know, uh, we're over here, and we rightly divide in the Word of God, and you know, we over here, and we do this, and we see this, and you know, and so we got it, you know, we got it going on better than this group over here. You know, that is not of God. Yeah, That's not the spirit exactly. of God. Not at all. Not at all. In fact, if I can uh, chime in again. Um, the the church that um, that we really should be having it doesn't look like anything that we basically are dealing with now as far as the traditional way of worship. Okay, right. it's not the way that it was intended to be. And and I want to say this, right. uh, Pastor Pat, be- 
because I don't want in any way for anyone to listen to this exchange and to think that that there's an out-and-out attack on church leadership or even the Christian faith. It's not about that. Where my heart breaks is, is that there are so many people that I know personally that are gifted and beyond anointed, and they have settled into a pattern of understanding where their hope is not really in Christ Jesus. Their hope is in seminary, mm-hmm. or their hope mm-hmm. is in some of the traditional manners in which we go about obtaining knowledge. But the knowledge, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I tell you, Pastor Pat, is that we can open up the Bible or any book, and we can read whatever the ink is saying on each page and not have a clue as to the very nature of who Jesus is because we haven't taken the time to get out from amongst the ink on the page and then into the atmosphere of the rest of the page, see what God is really saying. Because I tell you, you cannot just put God in a box and you cannot put one or two scriptures on an island and think that you've got your Holy Ghost experience because you're going to be in for a rude awakening when it's not like that at all. And we have the freedom, Christ, to hear the voice of God, to not have to always second-guess ourselves, to trust that voice, to know that the voice of God would never leave us astray or lead us astray. And that if we hear anything different in the world that's outside of what we've heard, then we know that that's the wolf in sheep's clothing. Amen. And we Amen. Know, and we know to and, get away from that. <laughs> and and I, I and what you said about this this conversation, we're not here to attack people because we know that our enemy is not flesh and blood. This is a spiritual battle. The 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 enemy does not want us to step into position as the sons of God. You know, if he can keep us in this limited place of thinking and believing, you know, because, I mean, we're not, we, we, we're unable to impact the world with the power and the authority that Christ has given us. He has given us this spirit of love and power and a sound mind. He has ordained us to be ambassadors. So when we go in, we go into a foreign place and representing him with the full authority, with the full authority that comes from him. And we're not operating in that full authority that comes from Christ Jesus. And uh, I'm going to read this one statement that uh, this uh, brother in the Lord made, and he says that, if we are not aligned with the God with God's true nature of freedom, we live with a sense of fear. And a lot of us are afraid and and fear is holding us back from doing what God is calling us to do because we have not received this liberty. We're so concerned about what people think and how they're going to look at me and, you know, and what they, you know, and question who you are and what your gift is. Oh, so what is your credential to do this? You know what I'm saying? And so you, we have to step into the liberty that Christ has purchased for us so that we can break away from that fear. Because God doesn't give a spirit of fear. We know where that comes from. That is of the devil, okay? And so it is time for us to break into the liberty. But I'm looking at the time, Brother Matt. We only got a few minutes. I want you to pray. I don't want to go off the air without praying for uh, those who will listen, who are listening to the broadcast now, who will listen to the podcast Later, I just want you to pray that they will move into this liberty unhindered 
glory to God and do what God is calling them to do, that they do not have to wait on man. If you trust in God, he will open the doors and he will give you favor with man, but you got to look to him. Jesus is the author and the finisher of faith. He's the author. It begins with him and it ends with him. So, Brother Mac, pray over us. Hallelujah. Praise God. May, may I, as I pray, may I also share this scripture in uh, the book of Acts. It's uh, Acts uh, 2, verses 17 through 21. And it says like this, my beloved, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and on Mm. my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Our Father and our God, like never before, we need a release, O Lord, in the atmosphere, a release of all those sins and weights that would so easily beset us, O Lord, because there is a race that needs to be run, It's not given to the swift nor to the strong. It is given to all of those who would simply, simply, simply trust in your holy word. And today, Father, like never before, we beseech you, O Lord, by the mercies that only can come from you, that we are able to present ourselves as living sacrifices. Thank you, Jesus. The pagan sacrifices of bondages that we were never intended to be a part of, but of the spiritual freedom, Lord God, that you would have for us. That, Father, that our minds would no longer be stuck into the things of man that have limitations, but that, Father, by way of your Holy Spirit, that now. The chains have been broken, and the spirit of bondage has been released, oh God. And here Hallelujah. we are now, operating in the power and the anointing that comes through real liberty, oh God. As you Hallelujah. said Hallelujah. in John 4, Lord God, that, Father, that we no longer have to look at Thank a certain mountain. We no longer have to be in a place of worship, Lord God, that has brick and mortar, but Lord God, you said in your word that they that worship him in spirit and in truth is what the Father speaking after. And today, oh Lord, we are part of that number. We no longer are hindered by the things that would hold us back, oh God, but now all the shackles have been released, oh God, and here we are today, Lord God, both we speaking and proclaiming your name and your power and your anointing to all the lands. Help my beloved who are listening today, oh Lord God, understand the unique power that we possess through the Holy Spirit. And let us not be afraid because as Pastor Pat has already said, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Help us Hallelujah. you, oh Lord God, Thank not with lip service, Lord God, but by our actions, Lord. Help us to love in the liberty that we Thank can you, love, Jesus. that we can embrace and not Jesus. always condone the
the world for it, but that we can be the, the bomb of Gilead that would soothe Hallelujah. the pain and the anguish of the world that we currently live in, that Lord, just maybe, oh God. Lord, one person would just cry out, what must I do to be saved? And we, yes. the body of Christ, will have the answer. We love you, oh God, and we praise you always. Yes. In Jesus' Thank name, you. amen. Yes, and if you haven't surrendered your life to Christ, all you have to do is call on the name of Jesus. Ask him to come and live in your heart. Hallelujah. Receive him as Lord and Savior, the forgiver of all sin. Amen. Amen. Brother Mac, thank you so much for joining me this hour. It has, I am telling you, glory to God, glory to God. It has been, it has inspired it has inspired me because you know we don't even quite yet understand the fullness of this liberty that we have in Christ and but God keeps calling us out to to go deeper and deeper in him because in him is a place that where there are no borders no borders no borders. And our job as as pioneers in the spirit, glory to God, you and I, Evangelist Matt, that as we go out, that we bring others with us. Yes. That we bring Amen. others with us. Amen. 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 And I just want to just pray a prayer over what God has called you to do. You're in the midst of transitioning into a greater level of of what you do. Uh, God has blessed you with a marriage union with your beloved bride, Myra, and you're going to be relocating. But I thank God because this is a brand new season that you and your bride, you're going to see things that that you haven't seen before. You're going to do things that you've never done before. God's going to open up doors that have never been opened to you before, that you will prosper. Your life will be one of, 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 of health and provision that you will be able to take this gospel, this this love of God. The gospel is the good news, that you will just take this good news, glory to God, that there will be such a supernatural anointing on your life that you and your bride will be able to speak things into the earth and see them come to pass. And, Father, I thank you. I thank you for even now the restoration that you're doing in my brother's physical body, Lord God. I thank you that the restoring, that he will be better than he was before, that you are breaking him into another level of health in his body, Father. And I thank you for that, Lord Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. There's never enough time for this. There's never enough time. But we have to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. So God bless you. And God bless our listeners, and we will be back next week. Glory to God. I'll be back next week. I don't know who I'll be with, but glory to God. God is in control of that. So uh, have a blessed day, and amen. Just glorify God the rest of the day. Amen. God bless you. All right. Bye, evangelist. Goodbye, my, my beloved friend.